0: This is Your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger.
1: Hey there, welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Uh, Today is episode 827, and the first thing I want to do is I want to invite you to go get your free stuff. I want to go invite you to www.yourultimatelife.ca. Now, I don't know about you, But I'm inundated with free stuff, buried with people trying to give me things that, uh, you know, are supposed to help me out. And I get them on, I don't know about you, but on LinkedIn, I guess because I'm a coach and a consultant and, uh, you know, that's what I am now. Yet 16 years ago, I was a consultant in electricity and in the U.S. and Canada deregulation and that sort of stuff. But for the last 15 years, 16 years, I've been a coach and an author, and a musician, and performer, and all that sort of stuff. And it reflects on my LinkedIn profile that I coach entrepreneurs, and executives, leaders, and that sort of thing. But anyway, I think because I have that profile up there, I get an infinite number of invitations. Uh, And here's what they sound like. Hi, would you like 10 million more clients every five minutes? Or some version of that. 50 appointments a month, 27, and, and they just go on and on and on. And then some of them have... Because I think competition in that sort of context is so high, I get invitations that go, we, we pay for performance. We don't get paid till you get, you know, I don't even know because I never talk to them. Here's the thing. It's not that it wouldn't be fun to have people out looking for people who want coaching, who want to grow and improve, which is what coaching's about. Think of an athlete right? When an athlete gets to the limit of their individual performance, they go for a coach that can take them to the next level, the next meet, the next level, you know, shave a second off or add an inch to whatever it is that they're doing. I did the same thing in my vocal work. I was singing and singing a lot. I was in a professional choir that charted number one on Billboard three times with albums, and I wanted to sing more solo work, so I got a coach and, you know, began to work on that and have been working on it for years, and now I'm really good. And I'm happy with what's happening, and it feels good. So that is, is, it works. And having people, someone, if I had a team that was looking for potential clients, that might be helpful. <clears throat> but my experience has been, every time I go down one of these roads, and I have several times, and Joy has several times, never works. It never is really what you think, right? So the free stuff ends up costing more time, effort, energy et cetera, et cetera, and doesn't really pan out. So we all learn to be jaded about free stuff. Even with all that, and I'm sure it's true for you like it is for me, even with that, I have something for you. Guess what? Some free stuff. And I don't want you to go get it. And I'm not going to say go get this free stuff, because if, if you just go get free stuff, it won't do anything for you. So the way I think of it is this. I'm not going to charge you money, which is the typical exchange thing we think about, for what I'm offering at that URL, www.yourultimatelife.ca. I'm not asking for money. But it's not free. Because if it's going to do you any good, it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to mean you change things about yourself, maybe difficult things. And so if that isn't your intent, then don't bother with the free stuff. Because there's no secret free stuff that's going to fix our world. I've never found it. Every piece of stuff that I have, whether I paid money for it, or whether I found it on the street, or whether I read it in a library book, or I heard it from my coach, one of my coaches, always takes work, effort, energy, changing who I am, changing what I'm thinking. So there's no such thing as a free lunch, tanstoffel. There ain't no such thing as a free lunch, right? I don't know where that came from first, but I saw it in um, Robert Heinlein's uh, science fiction book. I think it was The Cat Who Walks Through Walls or something is the first place I saw that uh, acronym, Tanstoffel. There ain't no such thing as a free lunch. In any case, there are some things at www.yourultimatelife.ca. I'm not charging money for them. But I'm promising you they'll change your life, but not unless you work, unless you make a commitment to yourself to create that ultimate life. What's there is five master keys to live without limits. And so today's episode, we're going to talk about limits. We're going to talk about eliminating limits. How do you get rid of limits? Well, I don't know. I know what I do, I know how I help. Clients get rid of limits. What limits are in your way right now? I read a post this morning on social media that uh, someone was talking about wanting to become a coach. Now, this is in a Facebook group where not everybody, but most of the folks are coaches there. And this person said, I can't do good at coaching because I can't afford to buy this thing. If I could just afford to buy this thing, my problems would be solved. It didn't say it like that, but that's how it felt. <clears throat> well, my thought about that is, what if that thing didn't exist? What if there was no thing? Uh, we have this idea, and we have it over and over again. I do it too, and I'll tell you a funny story in a minute. I have, We have this idea that whatever we have and whoever we are right now isn't enough. Enough to create the money we want, to get the success we want, to get the notoriety we somehow think we need. And all that whole line of thinking is, is a distraction. It's something that gets in your way, my way, all the time. So let me tell you, the the rest of that story is, there were a couple of comments to that individual, and I might put some encouragement in there later. But the truth is, you don't need anything more than you have right now to get started moving toward your ultimate life. Now, if you've been here very much, you know I define an ultimate life as a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy, where you have a purpose every day, and you've got prosperity and cash and friendships and relationships, and you live your life in joy. I live that every day. I'm so excited, but I created it. It didn't show up in an Amazon box or in a birthday card. I got a a note uh, in Facebook Messenger this morning, and it's funny how this happens every day all the time. And this was a person who had sent a friend request some months ago, and I didn't know them, and I wouldn't have accepted it because it wasn't a very robust profile, and, you know, there's lots of scammers, spammers, and things. But I noticed a couple of the mutual friends were people that I knew, There was no interaction for a while, and then today I got a message from this individual that said, hey, do you ever feel lonely? And it's, it's a woman in a foreign country, and uh, but I don't think, I don't know, I don't think it's about relationship stuff, but you know, you look at, and the rest of it said, you look at your phone, and you see all, surrounded by all these names, and you don't know who to reach out to. And I was going to just ignore it and unfriend it, because I don't need that. But then I thought, you know, I actually want to answer that question because the truth that came up for me the minute I read that is no, I never feel that. Never, not even one day do I feel I'm lonely. I don't know what to do. I, I'm surrounded by all these names and don't know who to reach out to. And I think that's a function of living that ultimate life we talked about. And it's a function of getting rid of these limits that we're talking about. Mm. <clears throat> So, no, I never feel that. I always know who to reach out to. I'm always having a great day. I'm I'm always creating that. A great day. Today, I have a story. My story is I got to do two episodes. I'm going to do this one, and then I'm going to do one more later today. Why? Because I want to do that today. The other thing I have to do today is practice the piano. Tonight, and it'll be over by the time you see this, but tonight... There's a a Christmas party at our church building, and I'm playing the piano for caroling and for the choir to sing some songs, and I haven't gotten organized about that, and they're not complicated, you know, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow, and some other traditional Christmas things, and then some sacred Christmas songs, too. And I know them, sort of, but not well enough to really feel good and be a good asset to the choir, so I'm going to do two podcasts, and I'm going to practice today that's it. That's my story. And I love that. And I'm going to go to church later and not for service, but for practice and then for the party that's tonight. And that's, uh, and I have plenty of people to reach out to and touch. Now, back to this whole point of limits. If you're a person who looks at your phone and you see all these names and you don't know who to reach out to, what is the belief that's stopping you from reaching out to any one of 10 or 100 or 1,000 people. Usually what it is is I'm not good enough. They won't want to talk to me. Nobody cares what I think. Nobody cares what I feel. I'm lost, alone, small, insignificant. Well, none of that is true. What's true in this moment is you're not talking to anyone. What's true in this moment is you're believing a story just like that individual who wanted to create a coaching practice and thought they needed this particular tool that they said uh, they couldn't afford. And I believe them. That's their story. They can't afford it. Okay. The more important question is, what if you don't need that? What if you can start right here, right now with what you have, moving toward your ultimate life? So all of this conversation, whether it's about looking at your phone and being lonely, or whether it's about lacking a skill set to create an outcome that you want, they're just a pile of excuses, and the excuses are to not move forward, doing what you can here in this moment. Now, I have another funny story. Every so often, I, you know, I've owned a recording studio for 40-something years, Yeah, about 40 years. And sometimes it's been really active where I had a lot of people come, and sometimes it's been just me. And anymore, I don't really record other people's stuff, but I do very active. It's very active doing my own stuff. And every so often, I get the idea that I need a new something, right? I got to have a new something. Now, these days, it might be a new plug-in for some software that I have now plug-in is a little addendum that does something in the software. It enhances the performance of the software and in the audio world and in the video world Tons of plugins that create, you know different things So I think I need a new plug and then I might spend half an hour or an hour or two hours researching that function and all the different plugins and you know what 90% of the time I don't buy anything and what happened is I used up an hour or two looking for something I don't need. Now, here's the funny story. This time, about a week ago, I thought I needed a new microphone. Now, I have some really, really good microphones, and I don't need anything. But for some reason, I got this bug that said I need a new mic. So I, there's a company in Germany called Neumann, and they make the best studio mics in the world and have for decades. And when I ran a larger recording studio and people came in, I had several uh, U89i was the model. <clears throat> it's a very, very prestigious mic, etc. and I had a couple of them. And I uh, didn't want to buy one because now, today, they're like five or $6,000, and i Canadian. They're a little bit less uh, U.S. <clears throat> but anyway, I didn't want to spend that kind of money right now. So I started looking at clones, and there's several companies, maybe half a dozen, that make clones of that famous microphone, and the microphone's that good that you know, people buy clones because they're about a, a fifth as much, anywhere between 300 and and $1,000. And they say, you know, same parts, et cetera, et cetera. So I was looking at all this stuff. And again, I went through the cycle of I need it and why do I need it and reading reviews and doing all the things, right? And then ultimately I just didn't do anything, but I had put something in a shopping cart. And also some of the, some of the companies I'd looked up, they had some bad reviews, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, somebody the company that owned one of the shopping carts reached out to me and said, Hey, uh, you left something in your shopping cart, right? You want to buy this thing? It's a microphone. And I said, you know, I, I, uh, w- would have wanted to, but I looked up and your company had some negative reviews and I don't know you and I, <clears throat> uh, you know, I'm just not good to you right now. And they reached back and said, Hey, where are these bad reviews? Uh, I don't have any. And then I looked and realized that I'd mixed up companies. I'd looked at five or six and mixed up them with somebody else, et cetera. So I wrote another note back apologizing, saying, look, I I messed up. It wasn't you. It was somebody else. And uh, I I can't give you the URLs to the bad reviews because they weren't yours. Sorry about that. And then they wrote back, and we went back and forth a little bit. And finally, I said, look, I'm just not going to buy anything right now. I uh, maybe Maybe next year. January February I might but I don't need anything really my point in telling the funny story is there's a week With a half an hour or an hour every day six or seven hours looking at something. I don't need Though really won't change the vocal quality. I've got good mics. I can record vocals and I've done dozens of songs, so What is this set of things that we do that gets in our way and how does this go back to limits The limit that gets us in in trouble most of all is the limit we place on our own ability. The thinking that we have that says we can't do this. What we have or what we are right now isn't enough. So that was the same with uh, do you ever feel lonely? It was the same with I can't build a coaching practice without this new system Or me, you know, I need another microphone. Here's the truth, and this is what we want to give you today, what I want to give you today in this story, and that is, what if there are no limits? What if the only thing keeping you from taking the next step toward your ultimate life, because it's all that we're talking about here, purpose, prosperity, and joy, is your thinking, about your abilities, your thinking about your time, my thinking about my voice, my thinking about what might happen. So let's talk about eliminating limits. All of the limits that there are come from our beliefs. Now, that doesn't mean that I can go snowboard like Sean White today. There's some physical things I haven't learned how to do, but I am not limited in practicing. Now, my body may be too old and busted to ever get that far. I don't know, but I don't want to, but I'll give you a real example. So I'm playing the piano tonight for the Christmas party in the last four or five months. I've been playing the piano since I was five. I played really well. But as I get older, I notice my hands don't work as well and stuff like that. So I have a, I have made a decision a few months ago to practice harder, not just play more hours, but more exercises and things that return my fingers, wrists, forearms, you know, the muscles that are involved in keys and everything to a, a, a better state, a more glorious former state. None of that involves the piano or the keyboard that I use in the studio sometimes, it only involves my belief and my willingness to take action. That's it. So same with creating a coaching practice for that fellow. Same with having people to talk to for that lady that ask if people, you know, if you, meaning general, you ever feel lonely with all these people nobody talk to. There's nothing that stops us from taking that first step. Nothing at all, except our belief that it won't work, so we don't try. We get on the road, says, it won't work anyway, so we don't even try. We make up a reason not to. So think about my microphone journey. Seven hours, I'm making that up, I don't know, but let's say seven hours in the last week, used, I won't say wasted, but used, pursuing an idea that somehow my vocals would be better if I had a thing. Where are you doing that to yourself, that you're not quite ready yet to take the step that's obvious? One of the things I say often to clients is this. It is rarely that we don't know what to do. It's usually that we don't do what we know. Oh, what a slap, right? We don't do what we know. And here's the struggle. What we want is we want to know for sure with absolute guarantee that if we do a thing, it'll create a positive outcome. Well, you can't know that. So what we have to do is play the game of experimentation. We have to play the game of eliminating limits. Now, if you have beliefs that you can't do something, then you're right because they make us not try. So here's what we do identify the beliefs so I'm doing that with the microphone thing I'm saying okay uh, somewhere down in there I thought that a different mic would do something right sounds sweeter better you know all the words that they use in audio warmer (laughs) a warmer sound okay I don't even know that that's true what I'm saying is I want some magic to happen well there's no magic there's work There is no magic. There is effort. Now sometimes, in fact, I would say often, we get surprised by the results of our effort. In fact, when we try something and we try it again and we kind of keep at it, unexpected results happen. Oh, I didn't know I was going to do that. Sometimes they're negative, but often they're positive. They're better than we thought because we live most of the time in a world of catastrophe. So your invitation to eliminate limits, which is what today's about, is to take that first step. Now, I want you to think about where you don't have your ultimate life. I use purpose, prosperity, and joy, and I in those three, I include everything. Life, purpose, prosperity is money and relationships, and joy is joy, right? Where are you, like me in the microphone or the guy in his coaching or whatever, failing to take a step? That you could take. Where is that true? Where is that true for you? Why don't you take a step? Do a thing. Make a post. Write an article. Have a conversation. Apply for a job, if that's what it is. Work on your piano skills. Go take the time to do the first thing. The story about that it won't be enough and won't work, you don't know if that's true. So those kinds of limits come from inside, and they come from outside. You may have had some, one, or several people in your life that was negative. You'll never amount to anything. You can't do this, da-da-da-da-da. You may still have that. And that may be their opinion, and that's fine. Let it be so. But it's not true. True is something that is That Someone declaring things doesn't make it true. You get to decide. In fact, you always are deciding what's true for you. If I believe I can't do this, that is true for me here now. If I decide instead I'm going to try, I'm going to practice, I'm going to sing, I'm going to do the song without the microphone or plug-in or whatever I thought I needed, or I'm going to have the conversation to build a coaching practice, or I'm going to reach out and talk to someone because I want to have some interaction, all those things are within my capability. And the only thing that keeps me at any time from not doing it is an imaginary limit. So here's your invitation. Examine the beliefs that you have. What is it that's keeping you from doing something? Even if it's a tiny step, another disease we have is the idea that we should be able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Well, I Maybe there are some, but I don't know anyone that leaps tall buildings at a single bound. I don't know any overnight successes. I know people that worked 10 or 15 or 20 years under the radar and then, you know, became successful, and because that suddenly became known, it seemed overnight. But there's no such thing. Two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years of work, that's what it takes. And the idea that we're going to create something overnight is not true, so we can just drop that. And the idea that we're going to die or be embarrassed or be destroyed because something doesn't work right is not true either. So let's examine the limits. Right now, think of something you want to have that you don't have. Is it happiness? That shows up. Is it companionship? That shows up a lot around the holidays. Is it more money? Okay, it is whatever it is what are the limits that are you are placing on yourself that stand between you and that thing because more money more friendship it's out there somewhere usually what i hear and i see is i'm afraid i'm afraid it won't work i'm afraid i'll be embarrassed i'm afraid it's not good enough those are imaginary limits you don't know those things fear exists only in the mind failure is temporary It only means I didn't get what I wanted this time. So identify your limits. The way I do that is I think about where I want to be. I've got a goal this year, 250 million. My year starts October 14th, so I'm about two months in. By next October 14, 2024, I will reach 250 million people with my messages, with my encouragement, with this love about getting rid of limits, about taking a stand, about choosing who you're being in the world, about creating prosperity, cash, lifestyle, impact, all of those things. I'm reaching 250 million people. I don't know how as I sit here, but I don't care. What I do know is one step. One step is making this podcast. One step is some social posts that I'm going to do. One step is practicing the piano later today so I can do a good job for this Christmas program tonight. Those are all steps that I know I can take that are here in front of me right now. now. When I do that, one step, one step, one step, what I notice is I have breakthroughs. Breakthrough is a word we use a lot in this personal development thing, right? Breakthrough Focus was the name of a program I went to when I was, you know, in management training at a company many, many years ago 25, 30 years ago. Breakthrough Focus. And it was, you know, designed to create breakthroughs. What is a breakthrough? A breakthrough is a significant change in how we see something, a significant change in a result, better teamwork, more sales for a sales team or for you more effective coaching if you're a coach, more effective being coached because you change your ideas. I have a client who I love dearly and is so married to their stories that there's a lot of Groundhog Day going on. Same limits, same stories, same struggles. Doesn't have to be that way. It can change for you right now. So here's what I do. I settle in for the long haul. I'm going to keep taking 1% incremental actions until I get where I want to go. Some days that small action results in a breakthrough. Wow, I didn't think that. Oh, what a new way to, oh, this is so cool. And some days it's just a 1% incremental action. In fact, I would say that's most days. The big, oh wow, breakthroughs. I sold a big thing or some, a major shift chain. Those are smaller, fewer in number. So here's your challenge. You want to eliminate the limits, the limits of your money, the limits of your, uh, friendships, the limits of your coaching practice, of your insurance sales. You want to eliminate any, any of those. Take one step today, right here, right now. Maybe the step is planning. It's, I'm recording this on a Saturday. But this is going to go out on a Tuesday. So maybe today, Tuesday for you, this is your opportunity to take a step. I'm going to make one more phone call than I did. I'm going to have one more conversation than I did. I'm going to look in the mirror and tell myself how much I love myself. You will never have breakthroughs unless you're taking the small steps. Small steps Are the stock in trade of writers, performers, musicians, coaches, scientists, athletes, daily repetitive actions intentionally focused on achieving that thing? Not mindless, meaningless actions, not just going through the motions focused, intentional actions, even if they're tiny. They'll change your spirituality. They'll change how much you love yourself. They'll change how much you love other people. They'll change how much money's in your bank. I promise. They'll change whether or not you finish that product you're creating. They'll change whether or not you sell any. They'll change how you feel about yourself. They'll change your health and your wealth and your happiness. Now, I am a Living testament to all that because I went from suicidal and addicted and all that other stuff pre 2007 to today, where I can't even conceive of anything except being happy all day, every day. Join me, I can walk you through that. Now, I offered way in the beginning some stuff free stuff, only it's not free. www.yourultimatelife.ca. It is not free, it costs effort, it costs blood, sweat. Tears, work, changing habits, getting rid of limits, all of that it takes. But the rewards are infinite. Your possibilities are endless. And as long as you're breathing, as long as you're breathing air, you can do this. If you want to. I, in order to do it, need a coach. I need help. I need somebody to talk to. I need somebody in my corner. I would never have done this, been able to do it alone. I am here to help 250 million people. That includes you. To get started and take the first steps, and then the next ones, and the next ones. To purpose, prosperity, and joy to create your ultimate life.
0: open your heart?